Blog Talk Radio. to a very special edition of our Dodgers Way podcast. Uh, this is Cesar Becerra, lead expert over at Dodgers Way, bringing you our second um, Dodgers Way podcast for the year. This is actually going to be quite a special podcast that we're doing. It won't be specifically focused on uh, your Los Angeles Dodgers. It would actually be interesting. Um, revolving around this upcoming series against the defending world champions, Chicago Cubs. We'll be previewing the upcoming series with the Cubs, and I will actually be joined by um, one of our sister stations, um, lead expert Jake Jake Meisner, from, lead expert from Cubby's Cribs, and he'll be joining me in just a second to help bring you up to speed on what we can expect from this weekend series um, with, the, with the two powerhouses in the National League. Um, but just before we wait for Jake to get on board, we'll go ahead and I'll break down the series for you coming in. Dodgers are coming in, winning two out of three against the St. Louis Cardinals. They picked up the W last night after a solid effort from Kenta Maeda after a pretty um, rough first couple of innings. But uh, Kenta Maeda and Hunjin Ryu were able to solidify the Dodgers win and take the series. The Cubs are coming in at 25 and 21, currently first place in the National League Central. The Dodgers, with their win last night, are 28 and 20 and sitting third behind the perhaps the two best teams in the National League with the Colorado Rockies and the Arizona Diamondbacks. But with that being said, let me go ahead and um, welcome in Jake. Jake, how are you doing today, Jake? I'm doing well. How about you? Hey, I'm doing well, man. You're pretty excited for this weekend series um, coming up ahead of us. Um, You know, we're really, really kind of itching at our palms here to kind of get a hold of, uh, get a little taste of the Cubs again since we uh, met back in uh, Chicago a few um, early April. Yeah, no, and I think uh, I think you're looking at a series that uh, features probably the two best teams in the National League. I know that's not the case record-wise, but I feel like on paper uh, these are two of the best teams uh, in the league, and it should be a really good series this weekend. Yeah, so I'll go into and I'll just preview the series starting with tonight, Friday night. Uh, the Dodgers are going to throw perhaps one of their best pitchers outside of Kershaw tonight with Alex Wood, who's coming into tonight's game at 5-0 and with a 1.88 ERA, actually leading the team, uh, believe it or not, with an ERA lower than Kershaw's. And he'll actually be facing um, one of one of the, the Cubs' ace in Jake Arrieta, who's actually having a kind of a – pedestrian year so far with a four and five record at a 4.80 and um so what do you what are your thoughts on tonight's game um i think throughout the whole series the pitching favors la pretty heavily uh arietta it's been hit or miss his last start was his best outing of the year um he definitely was sharp but as a whole he's not pitched well this year it is a contract year for him he's a free agent at the end of the year but uh, I would definitely say pitching tonight, uh, tomorrow, and uh, on Sunday, pitching is going to weigh in favor of the Dodgers. 
Yeah, let me just go ahead and fill in the, our audience on the rest of the pitching matchup for the weekend. So it'll be Brandon McCarthy for the Dodgers starting on Saturday. I believe it's a night game, who's also 4-1 with a 3.76 ERA coming off of a pretty solid start, um, his last start. Um, and going up against John Lackey, who's coming into the to the game 4-4 four four with a 4.82 ERA, followed by possibly the, the best game of the series on Sunday. I wish this game was on ESPN, but, you know, it's going to be an afternoon game. We're going to have Clayton Kershaw on the mound against uh, John Lester, two ace lefties going out and dueling it just like they dueled it in October. So um, Clayton Kershaw comes in at 7-2 and two on the year with a 2.01 ERA. And John Lester comes in at 3-2 and two with a 3.19 ERA, but possibly coming off of his best start of the season with uh, nine innings and one earned run allowed. So you already talked about the pitching. What more, what game, in, what game in particular are you kind of looking at for the Dodgers as you see as a, as an issue for the Cubs? Uh, I think tonight could be an issue. It's all going to come down to whether or not Arietta can execute when he locates his pitches, even on his bad days, his pitches move so much that, he has a chance to be successful, but when he can't control them, he tends to leave pitches up and out over the plate and the Dodgers have a good enough lineup to really make him pay. And then when you flip that around, Alex Wood has been so good this year. It finally gives the Dodgers another stud pitcher to throw out there right next to Kershaw. And I think that's Wood's finally coming into his own, but I think the Cubs need to ride the momentum from their last homestand. They had a 10 game homestand, one of the games has rained out, so of the nine, they went seven and two, um, and they're tied obviously now with the, their season high for games above 500 at four over. So I think they just have to keep that momentum rolling. Um, Arietta needs to build off his last start, uh, and hopefully that feeds into bigger things the rest of the weekend. Yeah, why do you think that's been the case for Arietta? Um, not so much this year, but also kind of um, going into last season, he really hasn't been able to find his, his Cy Young form that he had back in 2015. You know, what do you think seems to be the issue? I know last year he had a pretty pretty solid year, but, I mean, considering he won the Cy Young in 2015, you know, it's kind of – it had to be a little bit of a letdown for you, you Cubs fans. Yeah, I mean, basically from, I would say, late May, early June last year on, he's been a different pitcher. Um, to think that he was going to do what he did in 2015 again, that's just not un- – that's it's an unsustainable um, level for anyone outside of probably Kershaw. Um, there's some mechanical things that he's still working through, and I think as big of a competitor as Arietta is, I think that's definitely playing into things. I think he's pressing – he knows he's up for a big payday. He knows if he doesn't perform, he's going to leave tens of millions of dollars on the table. And he's such a fierce competitor that I think there's a mental aspect kind of combining with the mechanical flaws he's ironing out. Um, but he did tell media after his last start that he felt like he's getting closer to what he wants in terms of mechanics. And I think we saw it in the results. So I think he just has to get back to basics and just not overthink things. And I know you said you were worried about Alex Wood due to his recent production, but um, I think from what I've been able to kind of make out of the highlights from the Cubs, they've been kind of struggling a little bit with left-handed hitting. You know, am I right, or is that kind of just a um, mis- yeah? Mis- no, I, I, I'm definitely I'm, no, I, no, I'm definitely more comfortable with the Cubs facing right-handed pitching. Um, Cubs have a lot of left-handed bats. Uh, obviously, Rizzo's left-handed, Schwarber's left-handed, Hayward's left-handed. Um, but I think that especially Hayward and Rizzo are starting to heat up. They're seeing the ball better, so it's not as big of a concern. But 
again, I just with how the Cubs lineup is built, I prefer them against right-handed pitching. And honestly, more than anything, it's just a credit to Wood and how well he's pitched this year. Right. I know you. we all know that the Dodgers had their fair share of left-handed hitting issues um, last season and actually for the early part of this season. But uh, in your opinion, who are some uh, key hitters that we should obviously – us as Dodger fans should be on the lookout for? Like, who's been tearing the cover off the ball lately? Um, I would actually uh, keep an eye on Zobris. Um, he took over the leadoff spot from Schwarber, who's batting below the Mendoza line this year. Uh, that was kind of Joe Madden's start-of-the-year experiment. Fans had enough of it after about two weeks. Joe let it go for almost a month and a half. Uh, since Zobrist took over in the leadoff spot, he's batting around 400. He's knocked a couple dingers. He's really set the table for the team on his last homestand. Uh, like I said, you saw the, that in the record. Uh, and then Rizzo's also been hot. He's got four homers in his last four games. So even though we're facing lefties, Rizzo isn't as affected as he used to be. He used to, I mean, early in his career, the Cubs would bench him against Southpaws because he couldn't hit them. So he really put a lot of effort in, and he actually can hit lefties better than he does righties. So I, I would keep an eye on Zobris and uh, Rizzo. And I noticed uh, you mentioned Zobris, so I actually wanted to bring up uh, one of your top prospects that has been playing the last couple of weeks or so in Ian Happ. Uh, what can you tell What can you tell Dodger fans about Ian Happ, and you know where where does he play, and where you know where is his where are his strengths, and what are his, what are his weaknesses as a as a young player? Uh, I think the first thing that's really going to jump out at Dodgers fans is this kid's approach at the plate. He looks like he's been playing in the league for five years. I've seen him take back foot breaking balls that, you know, veterans chase and he takes them at a full count with men on base. Like it's nothing. Um, he's always calm, always composed. So his plate discipline, his plate approach has really stood out to me in the couple of weeks he's been up. Uh, as far as where he's going to play, it's anyone's guess. He's played both corner outfield spots. He can play second. He can play third. He can play center. Um, he's taken reps at first, so, I mean, he can really play anywhere on the diamond. He gives the Cubs another offensive weapon. Uh, it seems like the last five years, that's all the Cubs do is keep cranking out these position player prospects, um, and it looks like Hap's going to be another quality piece. So, you, would you say he's sort of taken over the role that Javier Baez filled last season for the Cubs? Uh, to a degree, yeah. Um, the Cubs, when Hap came up, were battling a lot of injuries. Um, and uh, so he came up, it was supposed to just be, you know, for a quick drink. He's still with the team now, obviously. Listello was back down to Iowa uh, to clear a spot. So, yeah, he, he, he and Javi both kind of play that super utility role. It doesn't matter where you put them or when you put them in a lineup. Uh, they bring a lot to the table. Good stuff, good stuff, Jake. Um, so, I mean, I just kind of want to just get your overall thought on how the Cubs season's going. I mean, with being only four games over 500, I know you're in first place and all, but, you know, that's – that's if, it, if the playoffs were to start today, you'd guys be the number three seed. And, you know, I mean, quite frankly, for us as the Dodgers, we, should, we don't really have um, a say in talking. We'd be the second wild card. But, you know, four games over 500, how, do you, how are you feeling the season's going so far? And what do you think needs to change so you guys could be as dominant as you were last season? Honestly, I couldn't be happier with where we are right now. We did not play consistent baseball for the first almost two months. We did not play our brand of baseball. The defense has struggled at times. The starting pitching has not been what it was last year. And yet here we are, first place. We're four games over 500. 
Uh, as far as the last two weeks, the bats are coming alive, seven and two in our last ten. You know, you've got to feel good about that. Rizzo's starting to drive the ball. Jason Hayward is a completely different player than he was last year, and that adds a whole different dimension to the Cubs lineup. Um, I, I feel good about where the Cubs are at. We haven't played the quality of baseball that I expected, but it doesn't matter where you are in the standings. It's what, May 26th? Doesn't matter. Cubs are still in first. They haven't played well. They're starting to hit their stride. I'm totally fine with where they're at. It's just going to come down to pitching and defense. Last year, the Cubs led the league in both of those areas. They won 103 games, won a World Series. They have to get back to that. They started doing that on the homestand. Now it's a matter of doing it on the road. That's an interesting take. Now, on, uh, um, I want to get your take on the Dodgers. So, how do you think? How would you assess the Dodgers' season so far? And how would you assess them as uh, potential uh, contenders for for the, the Cubs' title and coming out of the NL West? Uh, the Dodgers, as far as I'm concerned, are going to go as far as their pitching carries them. They need somebody like Alex Wood to really step up. I know Ryu has been, you know up and down off the disabled list. It seems like his whole time in L.A. They've got to have another pitcher besides Kershaw step up in those big moments and, you know, really carry the team in a game. Um, I think that was one of the big things that made a difference last year in the postseason. Uh, the Cubs just rode Arietta Lester, and Hendricks. I mean, when you have a three-headed monster like that, as good as all three guys were towards the end of last season, it really changes, you know, how you can set up a, a rotation in a best-of-five series. Uh, and I think as long as Alex Wood keeps pitching well and they keep getting quality pitching, the offense is definitely there. You've got a ton of young talent, obviously Seager, Bellinger, um, you know, Puig's still got a tremendous amount of upside. Um, you know, the Dodgers are the real deal. Uh, and anyone who says that they're not is fooling themselves. I know Colorado and Arizona are off the hot starts, but if I had to guess right now, Dodgers are going to win the West. So do you just said that you think the Dodgers are going to win the West for their fifth consecutive year in a row. So does that mean you're you're not seeing Colorado or Arizona as legitimate contenders, or you just see the Dodgers as a better club overall? I just see the Dodgers make up. Uh, their depth is better, in my opinion. Their pitching is better. I just feel like they check off more of the boxes you look for, especially when you're sizing up teams this early in the season, still looking ahead to the postseason. I feel like the Dodgers, and I'm sure Dodgers fans get this, they're just too good on paper to not win that division. And, I mean, I'm sure that you guys have been frustrated with how the postseason played out the last half decade or so because it seems like every year you look at Los Angeles and on paper they're the best team in the league. And it seems like they're always just one piece short. But I think if the pitching keeps doing what it's doing, um, keeps you know backing up Kershaw, I think that they're going to win the West. Yeah, good stuff, Jake. All right, well, it was, a, it was a pleasure having you on. We appreciate your 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 expertise on filling us in on information regarding the Cubs. I want to just ask you for your last thought on the series. What do you what are you expecting for as a Cubs fan? You know, what are, what is your optimistic look and what is your realistic outlook for this series coming up? And then I'll let you go. Um, to be honest, I'm not an overly optimistic person, but I'm not a pessimist either. I kind of take things at face value. I think Arietta's is going to carry some momentum. I think he's going to probably throw six innings tonight, three earned. He'll keep them in the ball game. Uh, tonight, I mean, the series win to me is all going to come down to tonight. I think they win today. 
Uh, and I, I honestly think that John Lester stays sharp, and he'll outdo Kershaw on Sunday. So I think the Cubs take two or three. Um, but it's all going to come down to tonight. Arietta's got to be on point. He can't keep leaving pitches up in the zone. There's just too much talent on the Dodgers roster, and they'll make him pay if he does. All right, Jake. Well, I guess we're going to have to wait and see. Um, but it was, a, it was a pleasure having you on. Hopefully we'll do this again sometime. We won't see each other during the regular season, but I'm sure we will in October. So um, thank you for joining us, and um, um, we'll talk to you soon, bud. All right, thanks, man. So that was Jake Meisner from expert from Krubby's Crib, um, our sister station over under the fan-sided network. But um, I thought it was interesting how he gave a lot of credit to the Dodgers, um, even regardless of the fact they're not in first place. He acknowledged the fact that they were able to um, – they have the best, the, the best paper, the best roster on talent, and, and they, they, really, they really should – be in first place and even though they're not in first place they're still eight games above 500 which is four games better than the than the Cubs so um, you really have nothing to complain about if you're the Dodgers you gotta you gotta love the way the season's going so far you've seen you've seen lights out pitching from Kershaw you've seen lights out hitting from Turner you've seen power from Bellinger and and now you're starting to see pitching from Alex Wood and hitting from from Yasmani Grandal you're trying you're starting to see uh, role players like Chris Taylor and Kiki Hernandez go and, and produce on an everyday level. So it's got to be exciting for Dodgers fans. And I think the fact that um, a, a Cubs expert is acknowledging this, the, the talent that the Dodgers have and is acknowledging them as contenders goes to show that we're going to end up meeting each other again in the postseason. And for Dodger fans, we can only hope that it's going to be a different outcome. And quite frankly, if you ask me, it's going to be a different outcome because we have more experience and we have more um, pitching this this time around. But I uh, wanted to fill you in on some stats before we, we, we head into this weekend series on Friday night. Yasmani Grandal keeps tearing the cover off the ball, hitting 333 over his last 10 games with a home run and two, two RBIs, including three doubles. Um, that puts his average at about 292 on the, se- on the season with five home runs and 22 RBIs. Chris Taylor, God, what more can you say about Chris Taylor? He, he really just forcing Dave Roberts and management's hand by continuing his hot hitting and over, he's hitting over 420 over his last seven games with three doubles and two RBIs, including one dinger. So he's actually hitting 344 on the year. Um, with five home runs and 17 RBIs. I thought it was interesting that Chris Taylor has been playing out in center field since Jock has been injured with that concussion protocol and sent to the DL. So it's um, very interesting to see how Taylor adapts out there in center, being that this is his first exposure that he'll be having over at center field for um, in the big leagues. But um, we, we have our best pitchers going for us this weekend. We have Alex Wood, who's been one of our most consistent pitchers all season long and has forced his way onto the rotation. We also have Brandon McCarthy, who, before getting injured, was one of the most consistent um, pitchers we had outside of Clayton Kershaw. And, of course, we're going to close out the series with Clayton Kershaw. Um, I'm expecting a great series. Uh, last, last week, I expected a pitching duel with the Cardinals, and that's exactly what we got this week. Um, 
I, w- I wouldn't be shocked if we if we allow a little bit more than, than three runs per start, but I think our offense has enough to keep up with their uh, struggling starting pitching right now. So um, I expect a series win. I know, I know you do. Um, it would be great if we get a series sweep, but in the meantime, let us know your thoughts. Will you be at the game? We'll be at the game. Follow us on Snapchat, Instagram, at DodgersWayFS. Hit us up on Twitter with any questions, um, any comments. Um, but once again, I want to go ahead and thank Jacob uh, Meisner from Cubby's Crib. Uh, good stuff out there. If you follow the Cubs, um, we actually wrote a piece connected with them, comparing the two Dodgers position players and the Cubs position players. Uh, go ahead and check that out. Um, but without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and let's let's get to the game. And uh, thanks again for listening. And this was has, this has been Caesar Becerra, and you've been listening to the Dodgers Way podcast. Peace.